on today's episode of Photo. You can only get respect and justice if you are a connected person. And Shiana connected. Connected, and you know one of the seven oligarchs. The number one issue right now is the financial, fiscal, economic issue. That's the number one issue, okay? You cannot do anything if you don't have world experts on your team to resolve this crisis. The anti-regime needs an inner working, the inner, to understand how the inner workings will happen through like a mock constitution. The explosion is really an, an awful result of having had these people in charge for 30 years. Context, for context, ladies and gentlemen, this is the second time we meet with Sada. The first time uh, we had a great conversation about American politics, what it means for the region, uh, how Sada's first moment experiencing virality, viral, viral fame, for an incident yes. in Harvard, including, sound, yeah. including like the Miz, the Meze, what was like the Meze Israeli festival, Israeli Meze, yes, which is like a part one, which we will be releasing only on audio. Yeah. Okay. Just to mention that, get it out of the way. Uh, and we're very lucky to have her again today as well. And now we can talk about the mafia in charge. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, going back, as I was saying, I'm gonna repeat again. Uh, my, as we were talking earlier, that all the political parties involved had knowledge about the ammonium nitrate being stored at the port and all of them had the capability of removing it over the five, six, seven years that was stored over there. So regardless of who you support, they're all to blame for this catastrophe. That's true. I, but what I want to know is, are we, is anyone ever going to be held accountable or is this going to be another case of like the Rafi Hariri tribunal and it's going to be years and years spent and a lot of money spent with no... A lot of people making money as well. So I have a... I have a different way of looking at the situation and um, I think I haven't really verbalized it before. So this is going to be a first as I verbalize this exact thought process that I have. We're getting it exclusive. Uh, <laughs> yes. Woo, scoop. No. <laughs> um, to divorce the explosion from the entire system that's been in place for 30 years as like a catastrophe in of itself and as the only thing that has made us go really upset about the way that things are run in the country I think is just a small percentage of the entire story so but if you marry it to the past 30 years and the day-to-day -day of how things are run in this country um, it cannot be divorced from it. So when we ask, will we get retribution for the explosion? It's impossible if you don't get retribution for the 30 years as well. And you won't get retribution in the way it's understood in developed countries, but you will get retribution by getting rid of this political class. That mm. is the only salvation. Indirectly. Because asking people who are themselves um, harnessing the power of a mafia protocol and asking f justice from them is, is an impossible task. 
And it is, and then when we say, well, someone needs to bring them to justice, it's not going to be the justice of the country because mm. the justice of the country is a mirror of that mafia, yeah. oligarchy, militia. So I have said on, a, on several occasions um, on different TV stations that it needs to be an international inquiry, an international investigation. And even the international investigation comes with its own limitation. But if we really are talking exclusively about the explosion, the only type of response one could get would be through an international inquiry. The issue is that a lot of people are just like, yeah, but it's going to be like the Hariri. They tampered with evidence. um, Yeah, and also it's divorced. It's more divorced than the, than, the, than the justice system in Lebanon, but it's not entirely divorced because, A, as you just said, there will be politicking and tampering and lobbying, mm. but that's not the thing I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is that if this explosion involved a third party that is non-Lebanese, a neighbor, I'm not going to say a specific neighbor, but a neighbor. Cyprus. Right? Yes, like Cyprus. Mm. Exactly. Um, will they be able to get to the bottom of it? There's also a question about it. That's why I would, I would usually say, but it'll be 60% of the truth, which is better than 0% of the truth. Hello. It is very important to remind everybody how the justice system is run in this country. There are judges in this country, which is Lebanon, who are very professional, very judicious, independent, uh, and true soldiers of the law. They don't occupy high positions and they don't occupy influential decision-making posts. Um, They are, if you occasionally have a lawsuit and you're lucky enough to get a judge like that, you on an individual level might be getting away with like great justice. But when it's matters that involve the state and matters that involve the oligarchs, hell no. They literally, out in the open, it's not hush-hush under the table, it's out in the open, nominate those judges. And when those judges were, if one of those judges were to resign, they go first resign at that politician's yeah. office, uh, which is unheard of. Yeah. They're basically like an extension of the political class. Exactly. So you go to your boss first. Yeah, yeah. You're not supposed to have a boss, yeah. Mr. or Mrs. Judge. You're, so, su- you're not. Yeah. You're not supposed to have. Yeah. You are supposed to be an independent law enforcing, uh, justice abiding, justice enforcing agent of the state. It's like it's right? like the judge himself is like a se- is like another lawyer representing the political oh, class. Oh, absolutely, acts. absolutely. And he's supposed to be the person that's neutral who takes a decision absolutely. whether that guy is guilty or not. Yes. And it's like that's just like one of that's it's so it's like it baffles me. Like you, I always find out in this country the different levels of corruption. Like this but, is but so that, much. That's that's. It, Exactly. That brings me back to what I was saying earlier, which is how can you divorce the explosion from such stories? Yeah. Like it's that's like Mm. the explosion is the explosion is really an 
an awful result of having had these people in charge for 30 years. But it's not supposed to be the wake-up call that makes us go, oh, things are really going badly in this country because they knew about ammonium nitrate and they didn't say anything. Do you know how many instances of ammonium nitrate in a figurative sense that exists in this country that they know about and they're not coming to terms with? We will never know. I mean, there is just... Insane. An insane number. I mean, I am somebody who is not on the inside, but because I am very much involved in politics and because due to the nature of my work, I had to work, I had to visit those offices. And I can tell you just based on what I saw, and again, I'm not an insider, just based on what I saw, you might be just like, I don't believe this. Yeah. Mm. Like, and I don't believe it can be that bad. In terms of how much ammonium nitrate And you're talking about there. this ammonium nitrate being in just in Beirut or no, all around Lebanon? Figurative no, I, sense. In, in the figurative, figurative sense. sense. No, I mean, I mean in terms of like how incompetent, mm. ah, yeah. how ignorant, how corrupt, and how... Dangerous. D- how dangerously... Let me weigh this word. Like, let me find really the surgical world, word. How dangerously apathetic they are disconnected the ignorance is shameful at the in its best case scenario and it's criminal and murderous in its worst case scenario in any case scenario it should be brought to justice not because of the explosion just because of how the country's run yeah. so, so yeah Uh, But I I just wanted to continue one sentence to go back to the justice. We have something called Constitutional Council. It's occupied by very influential judges who are supposed to be holding um, any constitutional, any constitutional clause, like they're supposed to hold the state... accountable to the constitution, right? And they are and they, for instance, will be those who go, if there is a dispute in the elections, like it goes to the constitutional council and the constitutional council because of its transparency and because of its professionalism will be able to really give weight to justice to the Lebanese citizen. They nominate those judges. Not even surprised at this point. They say it in the news. They say, uh, they say, for example, uh, Michel Aoun, Aoun, Imagine. But that, but, but I go back to the idea also that us as Lebanese citizens, Uh, no matter how educated we may be in terms of like different degrees, are not politically educated, Mm. yet we all have political opinions. And that is a major issue. Because that education (laughs) shouldn't actually come just in schools, right? Like, like for instance, what is the difference between a member of parliament and and a minister? In terms of like... In terms of in terms of what he or she should be able to be to do and what is expected of them to do, right? It's completely muddled. People don't com- people don't necessarily know what are my rights as a Lebanese citizen. That's true. What are my rights and and also and also back to for instance, 
what does the Constitutional Council really do? Like, should I care or should I not care? Because I have enough on my plate. Like, and you know, like, you know, kids, family, marriage, just surviving, job, mm. car, yeah. like, mezout. That's yeah. so true because uh, like, all, all, my, my, all three uh, of us got like pretty good education in this country. Mar- years, me, Mar- uh, <laughs> and, I, and I would say that none of us over here know anything about like the Lebanese constitution, about the rules, about our right, like our basic rights. I know we have I one. Think high, yeah. high members in government don't. Yeah, really but know like about we weren't even taught this. Like we weren't even taught no. this in school. We, none of us did Lebanese uh, mm-hmm. baccalaureate. So and we, none of us. And even if even if you want to find out about it, like is there enough information online to really find out about like all these laws? No. And, yeah. But get. But I'm working on an initiative. Fair. When really? I launch it, I'll come back here and I'll tell yeah. you about yes, it. Yes, we'd yeah. love to know. If you'll have me back. We oh, would definitely for a, third time, for a third time. <laughs> for a third time. Third time to charm. And, <laughs> and right, with the <laughs> yeah. ca- cameras and the mics aligned. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and just even going on to your point and something so stupid, but it's true. When you get stopped at a police checkpoint, essentially, whether you get fucked over or not is subjective to how the officer is feeling on the day. And yeah. as a citizen, I think we've all been there. If an officer wants to fuck around with you, I don't know what to say. I don't know what rights I have. Oh, I don't absolutely. know what. Last week, and that's we like were, the scariest. Last week we were going on a we, me, John, yes. Ryan wanted to go on a walk and just get some fresh air and on the we, waterfront. And you just get to the waterfront, and there were so many people over there. It was during lockdown, but the people exercising, jogging, going out to their families, and we sat down the whole time, and we were talking about this funny subject how. Oh, this country, when you look at, look the, at the, potential the mountains, the, the potential, mountains but then the there's sea. always this small incident that happens during the day, which like brings you back yeah, to reality. Why this, you, yeah. Yeah. Wakes you up on your so situation. So we finished the walk and he's like, let's come back to the office. And on our way back, we're still, we're getting towards the end of the waterfront. A uh, police car comes and sees us, even though there were like 20 other people around us. And they call us, Tao, Tao, Shabib, come. And we're all wearing masks and stuff. Like, you know, you're not allowed to be walking, right? I'm not a We're like, no, it says not after 5 p.m. It's like, no, no, you're not supposed to be walking here. And then we get into a bit of an argument with him. How he is going, Shabib? How, How he is going? And I had forgotten my, my ID. He didn't have his ID. The, I didn't bring it with me. Yeah. It was here in the Which, office. by the way, in Lebanon, you they're legally allowed to take you to Apparently, the Yeah, which is... Have yeah. Yeah. So I, I stayed silent when he said that. So I'm okay, I'm not going to talk anymore. Yeah. And then he basically is like, okay, we're going to have to find you guys. We're like why like there are so many other people over here why don't you go why are we no no we're we're gonna we're gonna get to them we're gonna get to each and every single they said they're gonna go to find everyone and then they didn't even find us they find one of us no no that that's how they did it yeah they're like so who's gonna volunteer who's gonna take it and we're like what he's like no so we don't give all three of you's butat. we're just gonna give to one of you and you will split it and split the money between so the you yourself. know because and they care mm. and they want which by it. definition is illegal and, illegal. Then, and then he goes so like I, she goes like sorry eh Tuluman is Anjad, sorry, you don't give me the Zobel. For walking Anjad, in open sorry. air with masks with on masks the waterfront. On. And the claim that they put is that they we got fined because we weren't wearing masks. Mm. And we were wearing masks. On paper it was. On so, paper yeah. it was like they weren't wearing masks and they gave one fine. So this guy, this law enforcer, was illegally carrying out law. But y- did you accept the fine? Uh, I didn't want to argue with him because I didn't have my Hawi and I didn't want to go to the Mahfar and, and then just get into another situation. But I think we're appealing it now yeah, or something. I, I, we, I took it. I have it. It's, uh, he basically got fined. He was the one who got yes. fined. The worst part of it all. Al- 
You should charge it to those guys. They we 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 we, we, we said that. Even, the, 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 even, the, even the officer was <laughs> saying. Who had the idea of walking past? Mm-hmm. It was actually my <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It was a nice day though. And the the worst part about it was, I I, I asked several times. I'm like, yeah, but we've not seen the rules. Like, I'm the first person. If the rules were published and they were clear and they were spread out, I would abide by the rules. I would respect them. And then he brings out this like picture on yeah, his phone like, which was taken a, yeah, it was all over social like, media Lebanese over. what Lebanese forces Leb ISF some bullshit like who that. the fuck follows Leb ISF yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> nah, this is very unfortunate and yeah. it's very wrong and uh, and uh, but what can you do as a citizen in that place like you're, you're just hoping Please don't take me to but the Makhfar because I don't know no, how the fuck abso- I'm going to get out abso- of that situation. You're absolutely right. And the worst thing about you're it absolutely is absolutely right. Yeah. your reaction to that is, again, entrenching yourself back to the system. So if you want get, to get him over, like get one back at him, you have to be like, okay, I'll use my connection. I'll use my wasta, yeah. which is the only way, yeah. which, like that's the only way shit gets done in this country. And then it's unfortunate because if you want to get let go of your thing, you have to use your wasta. Hence again, going back to that toxic system that they've created. Dude, when you don't have your hawi on you, you shouldn't be tripping balls as if you have a kilo of cocaine on you. Exactly. It, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But that was the, the situation we, we, and I get it. I get we, it. We lived we lived, we lived, lived in London for like six years. Yeah, Did you, you ever walk been, with no, your passport no, or like British no. driver's license? No. no. And you could argue back and yeah. there's and there's there's a system behind and it. And there's like there's a, rules there's and regulations yeah. that you can show them, no, bro, I'm amending this and that. It's just... Yeah. So everything you are actually talking about is that system right that that horrendous system of mafia of oligarchy and and you can only get respect and justice if you are a connected person and she's connected connected and you know one of the seven oligarchs yes yani or, yeah. or, or somebody, someone yeah. within their, or somebody somebody within yeah. their yeah. high yeah. level their cousin or their, their fucking surrounding yeah. cousin right? like a right hand man or so, something like that so Right or, Masalan, if you happen to know uh, the minister Fahmi, you know, <laughs> uh, you just say this is what happened today. No, you, he would probably said this is wrong. You send me the name of the Ra, and mm. I'll make sure that, and then they'll probably like not find him fifty thou. Like maybe that, but that is uh, not banana republic. That is worse. That is a murderous regime of mafia lords and militia lords who are taken for hostage the lebanese people in order to enrich themselves and in order for them to bank on their power both on an egotistical level as well as on a financial and like a financial level while incurring pure nepotism in order for this system to be hereditary which is what brings us back to the idea that the real retribution is to get rid of that system. Mm. So now with, with obviously, we're trying to form a government and that's being held up. And I just wanted to ask, despite the obvious reasons, why, why do you think it's being held up? And what are we going to be seeing with this new government? Are we going to be seeing new faces? Is it going to be technocratic? Uh, what's going to happen? No. So, wow. Um, we are back to the very old, uh, to the very classic old formula of a government. The all the oligarchs are calling the shots, mm. and they are putting avatars. Uh, they're finding, trying to find avatars, but also it is very important to note 
that they have a very unsound understanding of what a technocrat is. They believe, and this is straight from the source, I'm not telling you this is my assessment from reading newspapers, this is coming from meetings, straight from meetings of these people that have, you know, they don't understand what a technocrat is. They believe a technocrat, يعني منو بالحزب. Oh, so a technocrat isn't a specialist in their field. It's enough for you to be qualified as a technocrat. You are not in the political party. If you're party. not in the political party. Okay, but, wow. and, and you're not like, we're not bringing, uh, you know, someone who's eight years old, mm. like, you know, and who's not in the political party. Mm. It's a learned, learned mom. Or, it, you know. No, it's like he has, he or she has a job mm. or like a degree of some sort. That's enough to be a technocrat. Mm. That's the understanding of a technocrat. Which is what we saw with our past few PMs. And, and, and also, like, if you go, if you do some investigative journalism into the, the link of each one of those quote-unquote technocrats and how they're linked to the oligarchy, either they're married into it or they used to work for it, like as a, believe it or not, Shanat bodyguard something like yeah, that yeah. and they go and they go up the they ranks, climb up the ranks yeah. they go up they climb the ranks but you're not a partisan <laughs> no 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 hey you're not a partisan they don't understand that a technocrat is somebody who exactly as you um correctly understood it initially shame on you for correctly understanding I'm so i apologize <laughs> uh that technocrat is somebody who who is not just because even specialized it's not even not just specialized but breathes lives works and devotes their time to that subject matter right in that very he has a degree in medicine but he's been in agriculture for the past two years and he listens to music let's put him as minister of arts you know i know you know, I know. We don't have a minister of arts, by the way. Yeah, but uh, I'm sure we'll get one soon. With that exact description. Right, yeah, yeah. Exact yeah. Description, I know, yeah. and uh, and but by the way, like, um, so tech and also for those who happen to have fallen upon a technocrat, a real technocrat, uh, the technocrats are avoiding this like the plague. Yeah, I don't blame them. I no. mean, they they wouldn't touch this with a. 20 foot pole they wouldn't come close to it and i know i know firsthand how many technocrats have already said no to ministerial positions in this government those same people would have probably said yes at any point in the past few years back when the idea of being a minister was still muddled and maybe you thought that you could maybe do something through some change through some like maybe now they everybody understands the picture they really understand even have like respect for adib though because he had the chance to be prime minister and i felt as if okay he was talking with macro a lot about trying to actually reform the system but then when he wanted to implement some of his methods when creating the new ministry they already they all started with the usual bullshit i want this i want that and i actually have respect for him too for being like okay i'm not gonna bow down to this and i'm not gonna take part in this and he just resigned because so many other people in this place would have been like they would have seen the lust for power and they would have given in to having power at any cost. And he had the dignity at least to resign because he didn't want anything to do with this. Well, I mean, I'm going to put a caveat into what you just said. Um, What you said makes sense if if that is the narrative. But that's not the full narrative. Uh, Adib would have lost everything if he became PM. 
He currently is one of the highest paid diplomats in the world. He has five kids, young kids, and he was living a completely unbothered life and doing what he needed to do, the dances he needed to do with the oligarchy, and was out of people's radar. If he was going to be PM under those circumstances, that he would have lost that salary forever, he would have never been diplomat again, he, he would have failed at the task of being PM because and that is a piece of information that was actually given to him. So why did he accept in the first place? Because so he didn't understand that. Cl- he didn't think he thought he could go back to his job. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you think that's the main reason as to why he resigned? I am sure that's the main reason. Oh, wow. no so way. he just misunderstood the... <laughs> no, no I, I wouldn't say misunderstood, but, but well... Actually, maybe misunderstood because I know that he came very uninformed. Yeah. Because and I know that he came he came knowing he is completely inexperienced, but he was also being uh, advised by completely yeah. inexperienced people. Because we the know these people, but I have name like I have the names. I I, I know exactly how it went. Um, the wide narrative that was being reported, like the way that I formulated my opinion, was based on the wide narrative that was being reported that the Shia duopoly did not let him take the ministry. That's part of the story. Yeah, and that's the only thing that but I that, got. But that so was his escape clause of yeah. being unscathed like yeah. you who don't have said anyone man like go back to your don't have said anybody and you came a little bit you did a little bit of a twirl in the limelight you got a little bit stressed out you stressed people out then you left yes. like it's so it's actually yeah. i was a bit it, mis- it, this misinformed. was the best possible yeah. case scenario for yeah. a guy like him yeah. you come you take some unwarranted credit even though he wasn't looking for it mm. listen you take some unwarranted credit you you don't get your like he didn't want to get his hands dirty knowing that you could never wash your hands you could never wash your hands for the rest of your life no but not because not because i am wise and i'm all knowing yeah, and yeah. you know i i i have this white beard of a sage and yes. i know the beard of merlin yes. overflow goodness yes it was more just like he buddy if you're if you is a even if it's for one night you're never a diplomat again oh. see like i never like, found oh, out about my that. salary my narrative was all based off like no i mean it's that's my life he in germany is, is over i would love to have i know he is one of the highest paid diplomats mm. in the world but i have heard but that's hearsay so mm. so don't quote that as yeah. being the truth yeah. possibly possibly oh. the highest paid diplomat okay. well, do you know what ballpark <laughs> figures we're talking about in yeah, terms of like, highest paid figures? Like, like I talk, yeah, six six figures, seven seven figures per year. Yeah, yeah, seven figures. Seven figures. We're in the long for line. being. We're in the wrong line of work. No, I think we're in the right line of work. Seven figures. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, not not seven figures. Six figures. Six, six figures. figures. Yeah. Okay. Did you only say seven figures? No, I said no, six. Six yeah. or no, seven. Six, then you gave me a look, yeah. and I was like, seven. Yeah, because no, no, you gave no, me a look, no. and you're like, no, 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 no. Six, six. Okay. Twenty figures. Okay. Twenty figures. Yeah, yeah. twenty figures. Yeah. Jesus. He's just okay, well, now, now the yeah, the logic makes sense. Makes now. so the much sense. The narrative makes a lot more sense now. She, he has five kids, man. Yes. <laughs> and, 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 and again, and again, um, like, it's a good job. It's nothing is required of him. You're not supposed to be an ingenious person on a yeah. day-to-day basis and come through with like amazing ideas of how to broker peace agreements and how to br- make green energy. 
Yeah, like you just, keep the wheel rolling. You, essentially. you just keep yeah, the wheel rolling. Yeah, yeah. Like he, yeah. So, so, and again, that is that is my take on it. Uh, that is, I think, the majority of the story. But back to what you were saying about the whole Shia lords being just mm. like, yeah, I yeah. mean, There's because because there, yeah. because here's something else that is a little bit funny. He came knowing that he's not the master of his own voice, right? He is not. We know that. We we know who he used to work for. We know under what circumstances he's already somebody he came. else's puppet, basically. We yeah, and we know who nominated him. Mm. We know that the four PMs like yeah. are the ones who pulled the strings at the very beginning and whatever. Had their meeting and like um, we want this guy. So he came with that narrative to implement that I need technocrats. I need technocrats. I'm not gonna do what uh, Hassan Diab did. I'm not gonna have avatars. I'm gonna do. And by the way, like he's not a technocrat. No, he doesn't even know what the fuck he was doing. No, no, there. he's not. He doesn't even. He's not even well versed in politics. He's so. He came. You know how he, the deer like caught in the headlight. He that was him. He was like, oh, yes. I'm doing it for the camera. You're right. Yeah. So, and and understandably Thanks, so. I think. I think I, it's a very daunting task. Like that's the that's a that's a human way of looking at it. And by the way, that's what kind of humanized him for me. <laughs> like when I saw how how uncomfortable he was, uh, and by, I never met him, but yeah. I'm, I'm just never, basing I it never, off but like but the basing cameras, it basing yeah. off on firsthand accounts of meetings, but also like what what we would read in the news mm-hmm. and and some psychological profiling that I always like to do. <laughs> I'm like, this is a person who's extremely vulnerable and extremely uncomfortable, and actually. Um, like really hesitant about how to go about Fair this. Enough. He doesn't want to be surrounded himself with people who have the same level of knowledge, which is nil, but more of a of an oomph of a confidence. Like, la, you do this, la, you do that, la, you say this, la, what, the, but what, I'm like, he's like, okay, okay, uh, okay, I, okay, like, and by the way, this is why I would term him as a quote unquote good person. In the sense that he's not like slimy with the poison of wanting to like sadistically take over. Like I think he was genuinely this just guy who was like, okay, okay. Just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. You know, like. (laughs) Yeah, like an eager schoolgirl trying. You know, like yeah. Yeah. So, um, but then as that went through, and and he would go, he would go butt heads unintentionally with the Shia lords, he'd be like, I'm sorry, it's not me, but I have to do technocrats. Yeah. No, you will put our guy in. No, I can't. Like, I Don't promised kill the messenger. to do technocrats. <laughs> like, the guys told me to do technocrats, and I said yes on the, on this condition, and I need to do these technocrats. And and then he's like, well, if that's not going to happen, especially that I... I, I bye, guys. <laughs> like, yeah, bye, okay? Basically. And then the advisors... And it's like, you gave directions to this guy and under no circumstances should you accept anything less than these conditions. And then once he left, you came and you let go of the conditions because... Mm. But by the way, it saved him. It saved his his reputation, especially. And it it earned him. And it earned him like a a good a good vibe. And he is human. He is a 
human being. Like, see, like, for instance, I'll be the first one to say, like, right now, the misconception was like, oh, yeah, Andu Karami, he has a bit of honor inside him because he resigned. But little did I know that there the was personal was, interest behind yeah, him. Yeah, there was. I know there was six figure deals all, going on. There always has the to be personal interest. But, yeah. like, we're talking about this right now and the government being formed, and we were talking about the bomb, and it's been over 100 days, and still, 100 days have passed, over 100 days have passed, and we still have no signs of a new government being formed. Like the, what's holding it up? Yeah, like why? Why hasn't there been, besides uh, you know sectarian? Lockdown. I want the finance minister. There's a lockdown want, going on. Yeah, the, yeah, that's what's holding it up. It's the lockdown. Um, what's holding it up? I mean, if they're going to do a repeat of the government of Dieb and the one before it, then no, they're doing. Yani, and also now there's animosity between them that's even triple what there used to be before because b- before there was there were some deals like okay the the electricity plan everyone was everyone was gonna make it go even though it is um a really unprofessionally uh unprofessional plan where the numbers don't add up and and a fiasco in of itself they all were like la 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 hadi bta'ta'i atawa 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 right but no fi kam shagli kent ma'arqala al-qissa la'anno like when it comes to this specific point and the electricity plan we want something maybe right but now everything is starting to be exposed everything is starting to be exposed so what is it what's going on between us we need to talk what's going on between us where are we in our relationship? <laughs> it's like yeah, a very toxic <laughs> relationship between a couple right? and just sitting down with a therapist and like, and, let's and, talk. But also, they don't know. Oh, I think everything's normal for they, between no, them. No, they don't know. They don't know how to deal. Oh. They don't know how to deal with the issues. The number one issue right now is the financial, fiscal, economic issue. That's the number one issue, okay? You cannot do anything if you don't have world experts on your team to resolve this crisis the world experts who are competent have said fuck off <laughs> to those guys yeah, on numerous occasions i'm lebanese yeah. i'm not talking imf yeah. and their forensic yeah, yeah, audit yeah, yeah. i'm talking very very competent lebanese people they're known there is a list of names they are known who they are they keep going back to the same people that know they are true world leaders when it comes to finance matters mm. all of them has said have said fuck off because you're not you don't li- yani, uh, uh, to name a few uh, Adil Afyuni, Henri Shaul, uh, Nasser Saidi, uh, Ali Ambayid, uh, her sister Lamia Ambayid, um, uh, Paul Raphael, like they're no, they're known. Those guys are known. They have, they are giants. Nasreen Salti, they are giants. What about Nassim Talib? He's like a mathematical scholar. And what's Mahasso in these matters? No, no comment. Swing and a miss. Nice try. Nice try. No, I mean, no. Let's focus on these people. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. These people are bred inside out in finance matters they all have specialties when it comes to resolving such enormous crises they're not little bankers head of small charter bank you know like they're they are giants in the field of economics and finance 
And they were more than happy to give their time, to give their, their for free, to give their expertise without asking for credit, without wanting to have a statue out of them as <laughs> having saved the economy. But there was nobody to be on the receiving end of that advice. There was no one to be on the receiving end of that advice. They were like, wow, you're going to drag us down with you. <laughs> you're you're going to drag us yeah. down with you. Today, if you had a competent leader who is calling the shots in a very um, sort of, um, how do we say, uh, like the, if, if you had a leader who would be able to choose in like a benign dictator type of like situation, he or she would get that team with more names that I haven't mentioned because it's not at the top of my head, but like, and nothing else. And you work seven days a week, day and night. You don't see your families. We feed you, we bathe you. You do nothing else than just salvage this financial crisis. And nothing else. لا مين محسوب عمين ولا أي حزب ولا where are you coming from ولا who did you vote for ولا who one day a long time ago I saw you a picture it was Samir Jaja in the coulisse of a theater. You are an expert. You are a technocrat. You are not a partisan, and none of those guys are partisans. You come and you work on this, and we talk to the IMF and we talk to the French Mubedara and we. Talk, talk to them with numbers and we open files and we get to fucking solutions. We don't get to dance, prance around our old style of I know it sounds like I'm exaggerating and I'm making fun, but that's but how it not. goes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like that's how, right. that's how it goes. And, and egotistical pleas and also a completely disconnected, disconnected egotistical plea that I want to be the one calling the shots. I want to call the shots. And it's just like, you don't understand what's going on. We just surpassed. We just surpassed... Um, um, We just surpassed Venezuela. Um, no, Zimba Mozambique we just, or Zim we just, Zimbabwe. We, we just surpassed Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe who, by yeah. the way, also have Zolar. Yeah. They, mm. Like the whole coin term mm. started there. Zolar. We didn't talk about Zolar. Right? And Volar in Venezuela. Venezuela. Right? <laughs> so we just surpassed Zimbabwe and we are second after Venezuela. And arguably, Venezuela doesn't have all of the um, pockets of crises that we have mm. like venezuela doesn't have doesn't have the same intractable issues on all levels mm. like we do yeah. that's why they say arguably this might be not to compare and it's so useless to compare but mm. this is sort of unprecedented mm. right yeah so when the only qualified people who could fix this mess reject the notion when the capital we need through the imf is just going to be waiting and sitting there i don't know for how long which we're not going to access because you need actual reforms in place to access that that capital is not going to be there so 
what the fuck is the solution? It seems like, and I don't want to be pessimistic, but this is the case. There is absolutely no solution. It's at a stalemate. Or do we need it to completely capitulate even more for them to give leeway and say, okay, maybe now we can start actually making reforms? That You know, that's the million-dollar question. They are a hopeless, hopeless case. Mm. And this is coming from, again, a perspective of having been in those rooms and spoken to those people. Mm. They are incapable incapable of of uh, addressing this issue um, not with their psyche not with their advisors not with their mode modus operandi okay they're incapable they really i'm gonna give this metaphor because it is true a fish lives in water right a fish lives in water you take the fish, you're like, no, live on the rock. I don't know how. I, I can't. I don't know how. You're like, no, but live on the rock. The rock is the place to be. It's good, man. It's, it's good. good. Like the rock, there's sunlight, you have food. Mm. You know? It's like, I don't know. Well, to use a very beautifully, beautifully um, sort of like um, a beautifully complimenting metaphor. I know they will never be as as ingenious and elegant as fish, those oligarchs. But they are the fish who only can live in the sea and or in the water, the sea in the water. And we are being just like, but we can only build a country on a rock. Well, and, yeah. and Bring the fish. And they're like, ah, oh, but we like they can't. They can't. Well, they are like a fish. They're like piranhas oh good <laughs> and they definitely and they definitely well, my first from one of the day thank you no but that's really good yeah. actually Thanks. they are and they, they're a pack and they don't they, they feed they, exactly they hunt and they, they suffer a lot from short-term memory loss that doesn't really affect <laughs> yeah, them that's that, that's also very true that's an interesting piranha <laughs> fact which helps yeah. which helps out to and that they eat garbage they eat garbage, and, garbage. Yeah. But like, and blood my my only and fear blood. about this entire like economic collapse that we're going through and will continue to go for to go through for a long time is like when I look at areas that are very poor in Lebanon, like in, in the north of Lebanon, areas like Tripoli, I feel like cases like this is what breeds extremism. And then when you have like mini militia groups which will start to form. And I've already read a few articles that right now people are starting like there's a mini ISIS movement going on or like fuse like they've been, the Mukhabarat were able to catch a few individuals who are associated to ISIS. And when people become very poor, they become desperate. And that's when you could, like, alter the... Absolutely, you're right. So I wish they'd call themselves mini-ISIS. That would make it cute. <laughs> we are mini-ISIS! Yeah. It'd ISIS. look great yeah. on a t-shirt, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. If, if the country continues to go in the direction that it's going through right now, maybe in two to three years time you could see like this mini wahhabi extreme movement that might rise up mm, and you're saying the the the, the, so, the desperation yeah. will lead to yeah. that yeah so um, I, let's address that in a second because this will bring us to the whole macron visit yeah right like yeah. that is what you're saying is 100 percent on point and um uh before i dive into that yeah. We were finishing the, 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 oh yeah, I was just saying, back to the piranha, that the reason why they cannot resolve it is because they are incapable of resolving mm. it. They don't know how to live outside of water. They don't mm. know how to live outside the system of clientelism mm -hmm. and corruption. An egotistical, e egotistical nepotism type of politics. They don't know how. And we, uh, the independent uh sort of po pol political um, 
um, entities of Lebanon have tried to obviously like you 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 try to say hey no like this is a suggestion of how to do it this is a it was just a waste of time and a waste of energy spread over years mm. one chance mm. and it was like one mm. meeting and the meeting was like mm, no 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 it's year after year after year in my specific case i've been trying since 2013 to talk about the energy issue and to talk about the waste mm. issue. That is my expertise. Yeah, you said an interesting story once when you were working with like a foreign remote uh, renewable energy company that when they came to Ba and they saw the situation over here, they're like, they're no fucking that. way. Yeah. Exactly. So, I- I- exactly. I actually, very, very good that you point that out because I wrote that in my Macron article. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I when I, I, I wrote an article that was... Very interesting uh, article. But, uh, thank you. Um, I wrote an article that was trying to um, figure out the real motives of Macron's yeah. double yeah. visit, which is yeah. unprecedented. So yeah. now we dive into that. Mm, yeah. And um, one of the one of the things that have made so many Lebanese people answer that question, because I did ask that on social media, yeah. and. Uh, I'm not saying that the people who follow me on social media are the representative Lebanese, uh, are representative, are are a representative sample of the Lebanese people, but I think there is a very large chunk of them that come from different walks of life and they come from different ed- educational backgrounds and some of them are part of the diaspora, some of them are local, some are are professionals, some are uh, not, you know. And I asked, like, why why do you think Ma- Emmanuel Macron came to visit Beirut? twice in in in, in less than a month, month yeah. which is unprecedented and i do have to point out that it's been done with germany only mm. but, you know, imagine france and germany are carrying the the european union on their shoulders and they're facing an enormous hurdle right now which is the whole brexit thing yeah. and and covid and the refugees Refugee and, crisis, yeah. and there, i mean there is reason for them to visit each other but why come to tiny lebanon Beirut and obviously I'm not saying that I have the ultimate answer but I would I personally believe it is it is my choice of like that is my choice of the answer many people have talked about business and talked about oil and gas and talked about um, the ports take control of the port take exactly business contracts yeah. like he like the port of the mediterranean some people have linked it to the struggle with turkey, turkey. and the mediterranean uh, the struggle of the mediterranean the struggle for the mediterranean gas yeah. um and and you know like macron is also trying to flex back at erdogan, uh, erdogan and things yeah. like that and it's fascinating by the way it's interesting and i love reading mm. what people think especially those who are if you follow me you're interested in politics mm. like that you, that's most of what i put out there i sometimes put a video of me cooking but <laughs> other than that on a sunday and your flight yeah. experiences and my flight experiences yes yeah uh, yeah we've stalked well, you <laughs> exactly i mean i i yes i, I share other human experiences yeah. but i'm not just politics but yes but mo- mostly mostly politics yeah. uh, a lot of politics let's say that and and it seems that uh, we have instilled in our culture a sense of uh, self-importance. Self-righteousness. Uh, yes. Yeah. And self-importance that doesn't fit with the real picture. 
um, not economically, not financially, not politically, and not historically. Because even if you open history books and you try to see, let's go back to the time where Lebanon was the center of the world. The Phoenician. We are the Phoenicians, the hub of, of global it's, trade. Yeah, it's, it's storytelling, yeah. right? And then <laughs> I, I, I still remember the sentence that they used to make us memorize in ninth grade about how Lebanon is the door between East and West. Yes. No! Wow. Like, wow. Like yeah. stupid. I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's similar to it's your a take. door, right? It's, <laughs> it's a door. It's, it's, it's one of many doors. It's whole door. It's whole door, it's no, it's no. right? Yeah. Yes, and 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 and. It's uh, more door. But we we have absolutely it nice. is more door nice. at the moment. Well, door, bravo, yeah. that's excellent. Just flew right over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well played. But if you if we want Lebanon to be important you need to take care of what you're selling. There is nothing to sell. Mm. It's like, you know, take it really, whenever we try to grasp big concepts, take it to the smallest concept and project from there. You are a salesman. You want to sell me that cup. In Ryan's world, the best cup in the world. It is. It's the Photo 2020 logo. Like and subscribe. But yeah, please go on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So to you, so it's the best, right? You tell your family and your friends and all of your surroundings that this is the best cup and everyone drinks the Kool-Aid and everyone is like, this is the best cup. This is the best cup, right? Then I come, I'm a buyer. I'm like, and then I look at your cup and I'm just like, it's a shitty cup. First of all, it has a hole. On the inside, what kind of cup has a hole on the in? Like, I can't pour water in it. Fix your cup before you, like, no, sell me something. And then you're like, uh, nah. then you start doing a conspiracy about me. Like, the reason why she doesn't like it's because she doesn't like uh, half-finished yeah. people, mm. you know? Yeah. And then, and then it's She's anti-film. And, and, yeah. and, and, the, and then they start talking about it and then they be like, yeah. on an international level by being just like, yeah which is what they did with Biden, by the way. Like, he wants to strike a deal with Iran, and he wants... And it's just like, based on... Based on what? Based on hearsay from people who just live by by uh, by emotional... Based on uh, the fact he wants to take down Hezbollah. And, and, and right. to be fair, Obama's, Obama's reign and tenure where he was VP and... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say it's completely. Yeah, but they, but they, but they no, blow no, no, it out. No. They blow it's a weak out of, link. It's a weak link. They blow it out of proportion. It's, they say as if he's going to go no, and he's uh, going to. I should have maybe weighed my words. Pro Iran. They yeah. say he's pro yes, Iran. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Like, yeah. it, and it's like, that's not a sentence in yeah. US politics. Yeah. There's, yeah. No, There's no, no such thing as pro Iran. But Most back good, to you. True. If I am the best country in the world, the best people, the best everything, the best port, the best gas, the best petrol, the best girls, just, the best boys, the, the best everything, just the best. right? <laughs> just the greatest. <laughs> but if I want that to be the case and I'm not working on my product, I have nothing to sell. Today, I have nothing to sell. We have nothing to sell. Therefore, there are no buyers. There are no takers. We have nothing to sell. Fix your cup. M fix your cup. Fix the hole, damn it. Then we can talk about the design and the length and the, and then maybe you can be competitive but by no means will you be the best cup, but maybe you'll be competitive, maybe you'll have some buyers. But until you don't fix the hole in your cup, stop saying it's the best cup, stop! It's, 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 it's ill-willed. It's starting to become a malady. Like, stop, you know? It's like, no. I will. He yeah, wants, will. he wants. I'm, I'm gonna stop, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm gonna apologize for stop this. Stop drinking from a cup, situation. Yeah. 
this is how we give a traumatic yeah. experience to someone out of nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, cop, okay cop. I'm, he's he's going to wake up and then, cop, I'll be it. okay, but you're paying for my therapist. That's for sure. I mean, I'll, be, I'll be okay. I'm just going to be having recurring nightmares of this fucking cop. Cop, cop. Like, why did it. I put a hole? Why didn't I plug the hole? Yeah. But so all of this to say is to always, this is an advice f- that I like to follow. So if that will help anybody else, this is great. If you struggle with big ideas, shrink them down shrink to them something down, yeah. palpable and then try to see if this works or not. Mm. You know, because politics and big, big, big uh, people's games are really no different than the small games that we play mm. with our family uh, and our friends. No different. Same egos, same mindset, same prejudice, same wants, same desires. And same numbers, like the numbers don't become different and warped when they're at high scale. Like if it doesn't make economic sense, I'm not a buyer, you know, at same into it. You go, you, you take wa- money out of your wallet. How much is this? Can't afford it. Move on. Like same thing with the big ones, like same thing. But when, when the problem is when it becomes such big ideas, people start giving new circumstances to it, like gravity is different. All of a sudden, everyone is super organized at the high level, enough for them to conspire that the world is flat and that there's microchips in the vaccine. Like all of a sudden, the, the circumstances change at the high level. Everyone is organized. Everyone is on time. Everyone is is agreeing with everyone like no one is saying no i'm going to blow the whistle on your on your flat earth you know like trying to hide that the earth is flat like wait it's not flat well i mean (laughs) i think she's a big alex jones fan oh yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. but it's 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 really it's really a good i think piece of advice humanize problems yeah question everything as well yeah, but by humanizing uh, obviously, it, like obviously. not by setting yourself apart as like a powerless figure under the onus. Mm. Of bring like, it down to your scale. Yeah, I think bring a problem, it down to uh, your scale and understand that the, conf- the human conflict is the same everywhere. The human problems are the same everywhere, but there are some people slightly more effective and slightly more efficient, but not to a degree where we are all being lied to in a very... <laughs> considerably organized way by all the people who are ruling the world that so-and-so conspiracy is through or so-and-so conspiracy the deep state i've always said wallah we are not smart enough as a species for these conspiracy theories (laughs) to be true we are not that smart we are not that smart but that's my take no, yeah. onwards we will but have an episode in the future where we debunk conspiracy oh that'd be so much fun i'd really like so much fun but anyways going back to like the trump and not trump fuck trump uh macron visit <laughs> i know just i did some research and i also read your article and i definitely do believe and agree with your take about them fearing lebanon's gonna turn to a syria 2.0 and then the refugees first especially Lebanese people like we're tied to France so like one of the first destinations that we think about is France I did actually think about it up until reading your article but at the same time I do feel that there might be certain business interests involved as well just based off like the facts that I found out like for instance the founder and owner yeah his son Rudolf uh, tweeted something saying that we're gonna help rebuild the port so can I say something 
and the contract that they were going to do was a CMS, CGM, are, are the, the founders like the four- and owners Lebanese. are Lebanese. Lebanese. Yeah. They're like okay. the fourth biggest shipping company in, sure. the, in the world. They have personal... How do I say this in a way to, that, that doesn't like... That, that doesn't make it shady because it's not shady. They have their own personal attachment to the cause of Lebanon. Yeah. And they might even have personal interests. Mm. They might even have, again, we are not takers. If the numbers don't yeah, add yeah, up, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's absolutely. So if the numbers add up, and plus there is the emotional tie of Sam ICGM, plus there is uh, more of a story that probably they're building in their heads of being part of the like taking this opportunity to save and maybe do the job better than other people, but also like make money off of it, like fine. But that's not, that 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 is not the... The, the primary Not reason? even the primary, that's not the engine of the French initiative. But what about the your take as well on like the Turkish expansion, like the Turkish expansion that's going on in the region with them, like trying to take control now of Libya and drilling too close to certain Cypriot and Greek uh, lands and them... I also heard the stake that they're trying slowly to have more influence in northern Lebanon and the poor areas. They're using Turkish lira for sure. Yeah, so like maybe there's some of that because it's widely known, like it's widely noted right now in the world between like the certain different view, different viewpoints that France and Turkey have. So, so you're saying Macro is trying to suppress the expansion? Expansion, yeah, expansion maybe, 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 maybe just for them to have less authority so in the region. So. What Erdogan is doing is a very, very, very classic um, ruler, yeah. ultimate rulers. Yeah, I want to get reelected. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah. because domestic policy and his domestic policies in Turkey haven't been great. The economy is failing. And yeah. the economy is failing. The Turkish lira amtenhar is, is I have is a few Turkish friends and they tell me that the state in Turkey right now is shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Turkish lira is deteriorating by the day. Um, so he's flexing, okay? He's flexing. You don't like what's going on here. Look here, look mm. here. Look we here. bring back like, the don't, Ottoman don't, Empire. Don't look, like, look here, and I'm going to appeal to things. I mean, mm. it is a very um, cunning mm. move. Isn't it similar to a bit like what Donald Trump was trying to do in the end with the peace treaties of in course. the Middle East? Yeah. Every time he wants to get reelected, he fires some missiles. It's the same person. <laughs> yeah. It's That's the same guy mm. with different... Like with <laughs> it, 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 that's the same guy, Netanyahu, Erdogan, Trump, Putin. It's the same guy. Yeah. It's the same guy, but with like some obviously characteristics yeah. that are like. But it's the same. Authoritarian rulers. It's the same male people, yeah. uh, ego. That cunning uh, uh, narcissism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by the way. Wow, reading up about narcissism because it's not an insulting thing. It is a, and again, we, we cannot just distribute the, the the label narcissistic whenever we don't like something. There's a very specific way uh, of operating. There are traits, yeah. Uh, um, to be nar- narcissistic, but when we understand it, um, things start to make sense, and also we understand why problems are intractable because narcissists don't resolve problems. Uh, for for public good purposes, they right? exacerbate them. Yeah. Mm. So back to Erdogan, he's flexing. He's he he wants he wants the applause. They they thrive on applause, but not the applause like, like, like respect. That's that's really well. It's like, mm. yeah, 
more of that like toxic oh, masculinity type. Break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Toxic masculinity type of a pro, you know. I'm the, I'm the macho stuff definitely, guy. Definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. And then, and by the way, you also will have disdain as a toxic masculinity type of narcissistically. You will have disdain for those people applauding you. Yeah, it's very interesting because you're not you're not like oh you love me. I no, love you. It's I'm better than you. It's like yeah, it's like because because it's 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 rooted in insecurity and it's like if you love what I am then you don't understand what I am so you're not very smart. But that's a very unconscious pr- like mm. that's a very yeah, yeah, unconscious. Yeah, no, and that's sense. part of the reason why um, now we're going to go into like uh, now we're going to go into a tangent. That's part of the reason why insecurity harbored by by people human beings and we all have insecurities but insecurity harbored is the friend is the the best friend the the, the lover of of the self-hating mm. of, mm. of the self-hater yeah. like you don't like who you are from this insecurity and you project it out well you do a, yeah, yeah exactly you do a lot of things but 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 the antithesis of that is self-love because through self-love, then you can literally see people and you can admire and, and you're respect. you're at peace with yourself. Yeah. So all of that like self-hatred mm. of insecurity and trying to fill the self-hatred, but it's a hole. We're back to the hole in the <laughs> cup. Like it's a hole. You can't fill it. We're never going to get rid so of it. So you, s- you, start, <laughs> you, start, you start going into the big applause and the big applause and then you want more and you want more because it's never enough because you can't plug the hole. You want more, you want more. Back to Erdogan, in the sea, flexing muscles, saying this, saying, saying, I'm going to say fuck you to this, I'm going to say fuck you to this. you don't like it, we're going to, you know, we're going to do, we're going to do a bunch of those, like, hu- big muscle type of guys, yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, and, um, do I think Macron is being just like, I'm going to go against that guy? Mm. First of all, Turkey is mostly a German problem. Yes, that, yes, that's true. Like, Turkey yes. is mostly a German problem. Yes. Uh, Macron is a very, very uh, sophisticated and intelligent person, by the way. Um, regardless of one, what might what one might think of his politics, mm. very sophisticated and yeah. in- intelligent. You could see it through his career. As well. Yeah. Yes. Looks at looks at like reasons through problems mm. in a very I- very intelligent way. Wouldn't at all consider any similar approach to Erdogan to yeah. be like fight fire with fire. Like uh, like his main concern is please no more death boats because I pay the price and you pay the price. He's also a very hum- hu- humanitarian, and I think. And I also think, and this is this is I also think um, he does care about the Christians of the Orient. That is something that he will not say in a public speech. That is something that he will not single out because it's because if he knows that if he says it, it will be misunderstood because people will. Uh, also, you don't care about the Muslims of the Orient. No, no, mm. I care about everyone, but particular particular focus for yeah. the because we don't want them also to be swallowed by the mini ISIS and yeah. the mini uh, Wahhabis. Like we don't want that. It was evidently like over the past five years, it was but happening it, it, to them. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that he prefers yeah. them, but he's just understanding. He understands that there is a situation with the Christians of the Orient that particularly need a double a double take, like look twice at it from the potential death boats, which will be a result of extreme poverty, which will also harbor extremism, Islamic extremism. 
which is a bad idea for everybody, starting with the extremists themselves. Yeah. Like, uh, no, it's a, it's just a bad idea for everyone. He knows that. It's, he knows it better than the people running this country. <laughs> That's how smart he is. He's, yeah. he's like, I, I see the big picture. He's like, yeah, I yeah. see the big picture. You don't have to be a fucking genius to realize that within two to three years time, you could have like a very bad have situation. Syria, yeah. yeah, going on over here, which could last many years and which could destabilize the entire region. And he's just like, guys. He's told them, like, verbatim, guys, relax, settle your problems, and let's start to reform the country and go forward. And these guys just making fun of him. They basically gave him the middle finger, and they're like... Oh, yeah, making fun of them, and... and, yeah. and uh, um, they just, the, like, the, go the, the reform. The <laughs> phrase, yeah. Well, yeah. Not steal. Yeah. You know, I've said this, I've said this on, uh, I think it was France 24. I'm sure it's France 24 where I said this. And I'll say it again here, and I'll keep on saying it. You cannot ask... Pablo Escobar to reform if you want something from the Pablo Escobar's raison d'être is his empire of drugs and murder and 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 corruption. So if you come to Pablo Escobar and you're just like, I see your empire, please reform, stop drugs, stop murder, clean. Habibi, Habibi, please. please. (laughs) So he's just like, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? The knife is not here. That's why the sanctions are working because the knife is coming here. But it's like if as long as the knife is not here and you're just coming and you're saying, please reform for me. Must have had that anyway. So these guys, their very raison d'être is mafia, theft, corruption, shady deals, nepotism, and and um um uh like a very specific type of a murderous regime that colludes and col- and and uh, and partners with other murderous schemes and regimes right so you're just like stop all that stop the theft stop 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 reform be better and they can't uh, it's, transparency. it's not within Open. their nature unfortunately what? it's not it's gonna it's gonna incriminate me yeah. it's you're I'm, you're asking me to come to you and say the reason why i am chief is because I'm taking these funds and giving them to people. You're now saying, don't give funds to people because no more funds. Reform, open the books, show me where all the funds went. What? It's like you're telling telling a kind-hearted person to go and curse every single person he sees on the streets. Like, it's just impossible for him. It's like, uh, just the... Yeah. Total opposite yeah, situation, but like in that's a, what it means. In another historical timeline, I wouldn't mind playing this fucking game of cat and mouse, and let's see who's gonna bite first, and when are we gonna have access to the funds and everything. But the situation is so dire, it's it's so desperate and urgent that so he, dire. Yeah, so so fucking dire. Even though for some reason, when you're out in the streets, you don't really see. The ramifications no, as do, much you, you do, definitely do, you do everything. Like is I compare Beirut two years ago. Everything now. is closed. Uh, uh, Even if you go to like are bro, go to Bliss. You remember once when you went to Bliss? And you're walking there, we're like, bro, what the fuck? What the fuck happened here? Hundred percent. But the situation I was, is so dire, and I don't want to go off too much on a tangent. Yeah, that yeah. you shouldn't be going to bars and nightclubs like, and restaurants, yeah. and you need to let off steam. I know, yeah, but that's like, what I mean. like some people, you I need to let off steam. But I'm saying, as a byproduct, it it it's fascinating to me that we're in this much shit. But a large portion of the population is still, well, c'est la vie, and the weekend is here, we need to go out. But I don't want to go off too yeah. much on that tangent. Let, let's talk about, let's talk about, like, 
the October 17 revolution for a bit and like yes, how and we can mobilizing for the future mobilizing for, for the, the next future. elections definitely do you think like right now the best way forward is to focus on the upcoming elections if we have if we have one and try to form like an opposition party absolutely I think it's the only way I think it's the only way but prior to if the elections were were happening uh, next month we are in deep shit like there is no opposition that is consolidated. There are 400 WhatsApp groups. And um, and by the way, like on those groups, no one reads what the other person is saying. No, no one. R- rarely do people, like there is no continuity. No. It's like, I want to say this. I want to send you that. I want to do this. I, so again, it's like, it's like so much chaos. Like, I just saw this chaos. interesting thing. Here you go. Here but it's go. surely more tangible than just WhatsApp groups. I mean, there Here are. Here you go. Yeah, what about like all these groups like no. and So, and, uh, so that yeah. that was that's the first thing. It's yeah. like, be, but the reason why WhatsApp groups are it's because COVID and uh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. There are there are some. There are some important um, entities that are trying to mobilize within themselves internally and that have been doing work on the ground. Even pre-revolution, uh, you know, during the revolution, trying to do these partnerships. The issue, the issue with any of that, wow, I mean, there are so many issues, but the issue with that is, is just because you are anti-regime, let's call it the regime, okay? Mm. Let's say, uh, let's call the oligarchy the, the regime. The, yeah. the regime. Okay. Just because you're anti-regime is not good enough. It's and by the way, some people are not even anti-regime. But, and I'm saying, imagine you are already. Uh, let's say we have a we have a group of of hundreds of thousands of people, and they're all unabashedly anti-regime. Yeah. Okay, let's say that that little problem is not there, but it is there. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about that. It's not enough to be anti-regime. Because we don't have a constitution for how this works. We don't have guidelines. We don't agree on any precept. We don't know where this is going. The only thing that we seemingly agree on is that we are anti-regime, right? The anti-regime needs an inner working, the inner, to understand how the inner workings will happen through like a mock constitution. On what precepts are we going to bid to run this country on? Okay, that answer must come from technocrats. Mm. It cannot come from Madame uh, Silhouette or Monsieur Champignon, who happen to be fed up with the regime and are very confident and vocal about their opinions and uh, but I do not have any particular have expertise ex- exactly <laughs> but the whatsapp thread like yeah. here's what we have to took do, a few guys, videos okay. on instagram calling out a few politicians and sorry, policies not to at all yeah. diminish the role of madame silhouette and yeah. monsieur champignon who are mobilizers who yeah. are activists exactly. who are exactly. people who can pull others who are and if they're as gifted as they are in my story with with like uh, confidence and storytelling then guess what you will be put to mobilize people and convince other people yeah. Yeah. No, but the role the they role break down the facade yeah. and they and they, the and they help with the education. but you cannot 
put the constitution. Of yeah. course. That yeah. needs to be technocrats. Yeah, now yeah. we, no, com- now totally we come agree. into like, uh, who are the technocrats, right? Ha- that is, that no. is the struggle. But Anna, that's a sad thing for me when you talk about the October Revolution is that it's been just over a year. And even up until now, like if you ask me, okay, so we're going to form our opposition political party. Who, who, I don't even know. I can't give you five names of people that I know will represent. Maybe the closest one is Melham Khalaf. Like that's, that's that guy I, I know. But like then if I start digging deeper, like there's still no, like we still don't have a tangible group who's going to represent us. That's right. Abs- you're absolutely yeah. right. And that is an extremely important, um, that is an extremely important um point that we need to address and that we need to uh remedy to but not just that do you remember um we said last time or i don't know if it's last time in this recording i don't know if it's a few minutes ago or (laughs) a week ago it feels like months ago like um but in the united states the election happened the election happened this year on november 3rd yeah. the president-elect takes power he finally on, agreed by the way Janu- <laughs> ish, yeah you're right exactly he can, he can well on january he's like we still will fight for the right that he'll run again in 2024 to party, to yeah, party. no but like so the the president-elect gets um we understand we know who the president-elect is on november 3rd and the transfer of power is effectively done on january 20th that transition is in a country where everything is already in place. You have nothing to invent. You have nothing to invent. You are just replacing people, handing over keys, handing over, uh, you know, removing your things. Yeah. Um, you have a constitution, um, you have everything, you, have you know the system, you just, you're another you need, piece in that system right now. And you need two and a half months mm. to do that. And they work like, like the clock. By the clock they work, right? That is two and a half months for a seamless, organized, we know exactly what's going on type of transition. Can you imagine with what we have to do? Like what kind of time we need? Well, technically right now there's like an over three month time period for a transition of power between prime ministers and there is no set time period. It's like... Reinvent the constitution, get rid of the warlords, <laughs> uh, yeah. f- full electricity. No. For, uh, no, <laughs> oh, yeah. And and align the align the anti uh, the align the anti regime people. They're no. not aligned. We are not aligned. Yeah, they don't even have a political party technically. But you said earlier, all these people who are uh, technocrats and capable and qualified to lead, you know, a new opposition party. They don't want to have anything to do with it. You're uh, saying like I think they didn't want to have anything to do because like oh they didn't want to have anything to do with the regime yeah. with the regime because not like, with the but but have you heard I don't know through your connections where you see that there is a group of people who are mobilizing yes. and have yes a technocratic background yes okay and they're and they're willing to partake in like in a new in, in, a, a, in new a new system in absolutely a new group. but then okay. but then we have a battle of uh, not with these guys these guys are just. Um, but we have in general, like we do in all situations in the world, but we always have a battle of, of like, um, maintaining role egos. sharing, yeah, dividing role the power, giving, dividing yeah. the power, yeah. understanding, credit giving, mm. credit taking, um, also, ig- also like ignorance on very, very important matters, like, uh, 
we can de we can defer on opinions, but we shouldn't be to we shouldn't defer on knowledge. Like the knowledge should be there, but then we can be just like, oh, we have like a different opinion on how to address this. Like, do we start by restructuring this or do we start by restructuring? That can be debated, and that's the whole point of having a team of experts going at it. But when we already are starting with people who are loud and trying to take but have no knowledge mm. or ha don't have a knowledge about the specificities experts, of this, they, they could be knowledgeable about something. Yeah. Let's say experts like, from a political standpoint. Yes. Or now we also have another issue is for us um, if they're honest. Yani, edami. <laughs> no, 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 what I, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say is a kafundifu edami. That's great. That's enough. Oh, oh, yeah. That's the minimum requirement. Again, take it back to your own business. You have a business. Your secretary or your assistant manager or your manager. It's like, what do you like about him or her? You say, oh, honest kafundif maptisru. Is she good? Is she mobilizing? Is she doing things? Is she selling? Is she no? But no, she's not stealing. That's Yeah, yeah, the There's no qualification. Crazy. Honest. So therefore, I give you the keys to my life. Take control of you are honest. Yes, but then I want qualified, competent. Out there, ambitious. I need more qualifications in order for me to be able to to pull up the task for this. Again, I I go back to pull it inwards into a very menial task that you do on a day to day. The the, the housekeeper that we that lives with us, it, people don't accept for her to just be honest. She needs to be hardworking and on time and respectful and. So why do you expect differently from the leader? But like if you should expect more yeah. from yeah, the leader. He should be an example. Idiots. from the leader. It's <laughs> like, you know, it's like minimum requirements. And it is very important, and I don't know how much time we still have, to talk about um, really, in essence, there is a formula for what makes revolutions succeed. There is a very specific formula. And if we don't take this formula and we don't respect it and we don't understand the, the ramifications and the different complexities of how a revolution comes on board and and develops and succeeds, malamana. What's, what's we the are, formula? We are, we are, yeah, I'll tell you. We are taking a, a huge leap of faith into something that feels right but the reason why it's not advancing is because the science is not doing its its entrance. The emotion, the heart, the, the, the passion is there. Science needs to enter the room. It's time. Knowledge needs to enter the room. So knowledge and science without passion and, and mobilization is as useless as mobilization and passion without science and knowledge. But they're both deaths, sure deaths. The passion, the mobilization, the electric, like sort of like um, uh, the, the, the electric emotion that we feel is there. Fantastic. 
that needs to stay there. That needs to be the fire that constantly burns. You need to start you building to, the yeah, chimney around it. You need to start safeguarding that fire with science and knowledge, right? And when you take a look, and I will actually be talking about this very soon. I'm giving a talk um, um, about the, the, the failure and success of revolutions and why, what does it take for a revolution to succeed? But I will say this, and again, I don't know how much time we have to talk about this. Um, revolutions are rare. And the biggest mistake, and that is a mistake that everyone makes, is to believe that what foments a revolution is hunger and poverty. It's the opposite. The hungrier and poorer you are, the more shut your mouth will be because you, you're hanging by a thread. Revolutions are not fomented by poverty and hunger. What Majida Rumi sings in her song, Inna thawratu tulad min rahmil ahzan, is wrong, scientifically wrong. It's poetically beautiful. She's obviously not, she didn't write those lyrics. They're, um, they're, they're very, they're, it's a famous poem, but um, it's wrong. It's just a way, and people took it and they ran with it. Romanticizing not, it's not going to happen. This is this is this is social science. Those who lead revolutions and those who foment revolutions are the elites. That's it, the elites. Shuyani elites, mish people with money, people with marakis, with pull, high journalists, high priests, high sheikhs, high politicians. High businessmen and businesswomen, mm. high, uh, I Mi said clergy, military. Uh, high people. military, yeah. high, uh, high university, mm. like mm. Uh, uh, all the sectors I, of a functioning country. Essentially, those, yeah. those, they foment a revolution, mm. not the poor, not the miserable. Mm. The poor and the miserable never foment. It goes at their expense. Never. Actually, if you take a look at how the world, our our world has worked, again. People, people, um, it, and that's due to religion. We miss on how long we've been around yeah. because we have been anchored on Jesus Christ yeah. and uh, Nabi Muhammad, uh, and, and uh, to in order for us to be just like, well, those are those are our like go-to dates. Yeah. Well, humanity has been around for 1.9 million years, like. Uh, as as we understand our looks to be right yeah. and civilization agriculture civilization less more 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 and uh, 200k or you know 400,000 years we were doing tribes and shit 400,000 years exactly ago. Yeah. so th that's what I mean right and then so written history or like documents that you have where you could sort of have a feel of to how, how civilization of how was civilizations it, yeah. came about um all the way to today, at any point in time, if you opened a book, checked their artwork, checked their poems, checked anything that remotely gives us information on who they are, it's misery, famine, hunger, and disease. 
that's the that's how our ancestors lived and still live we are they have lived entrenched in famine disease misery warfare in over the past 3400 years we have been at war with one another nine and a half days out of ten <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah there's a constant epidemics <laughs> would wipe out populations 20% of world population, every so often they would wipe them out. And that is arguably a way also to, for nature to potentially maintain balance. There's a word for it. But what I'm trying to say is, at no point did anyone revolt. Very rare are the instances where people looked at each other and are like, that fucker. Fuck that guy. with their heads like very rare yeah. and those instances where they did do that are heavily documented because it's like wow the mm. revolution of this the revolt of that the, the french spirit. revolution yeah. maybe was obviously but, it, but yeah. even way before like but way i before. think even the french revolution had a lot of elitist yeah scholars as well oh, absolutely. but yeah it is an elitist revolution 100 yeah. i was about to give that as an example you when you're talking have, about like you still have la noblesse people. in yeah. france bro you still yeah. have the families of whatever all the writers and scholars as well that play the important but all of this to say revolutions are rare mm. and arguably the revolutions that happen in the 20th and the 21st century combined equal the revolutions that happened over the past 3,400 years. That's how little we revolt. And again, religion played a very big role in saying, in responsabilizing misery by saying it's your fault. It's your fault. You are not good. You know, I see that sometimes I navigate threads where, for instance, like I read about, you know, um, like they did that, they did like a horrible, horrible thing happened to a prisoner and they have documented evidence of like the fact that he was like opened, like with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, a shiv, with a screwdriver, like oh, opened fuck. with a screwdriver, right? And then. And then sometimes I navigate the thread because I'm interested in what people have to say, right? Or for instance, like so and so, so and so um, houseworker, like 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 uh, immigrant houseworker in Lebanon, was mistreated that way, and and this happened, and then and I navigate the threads of her peers just to check what they're saying. It is amazing how much people just rely on divinity to take away, like. Like God will make the retribution. God will punish. God save just us. Just God, the powerlessness power. of yeah. co that comes with misery is is actually uh, an insane problem. And by the way, that links directly into the widespread um, into the the widespread of conspiracy theories. It stems from powerlessness. So you want to find some reason to blame. Because or, or religion is becoming a little bit more, like I, I, I want to say, exposed. Religion is religion. The the the, the very strict code of religion mm. is is starting it's to loosening be loosening up. It's loosening up, but also it's starting to be chipped away mm. more by yeah. little by little. So now you're just like, well, I can't say that. So I'm gonna go for a conspiracy theory because it's. It salvages my powerlessness in another way, but it still instills anger in me, right? Yeah. Like, it instills anger in me. And it's not my fault. Yeah. 
And it's not, it's not yeah. And, and other people are, the reason why I'm a failure and the reason why it's I'm a miserable one. person is someone else. It's someone else's fault, yeah. People never it's look at themselves so and say, like, it's my yeah, fault. Yeah, so, like, and, and the reason why I, and, and by the way, also, like, like, I wasn't given the same opportunities. I wasn't given the same looks. I wasn't given the same money. I wasn't given the same charm. I wasn't given the same, uh, uh, and that weighs so heavily that you, you it becomes unlivable. So you go, well, that's because of the Illuminati. And then uh, all of a sudden, you switch the problem into something else, but you become obsessed with that because you need you still need closure, but you're never going to get closure. So all you do is get angrier and angrier and angrier and angrier, and it's another religion. It's like another religion. So all of this to say that revolutions are rare. So why do they happen? I, they happen because the elites have decided that it's done. But I do go back on your point real quick when you said like there were more revolutions that happened in 20th and 21st century than the all the years before that is when you say because you have more people that were elite during that time period and more people that were educated which made them to go up into more influential positions that's why revolutions became more widespread during that short period of time. So it's interesting. It's a very interesting point because for instance at the turn of the century the entire world, the entire world shifted and gave voting rights to women. Like that, like that, like one after the other. It was spread out over 12 centuries. It literally happened over the course of 40 years, which is nothing, nothing. For centuries, women were subjugated before. Suddenly, pa, 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 right? And same thing with like slavery. For centuries, it was the most natural and normal thing to subjugate fellow humans as subhuman. And bla the, black, the black gene is an inferior gene, and the black gene is made to work for the white gene. Suddenly, bah, like all of a sudden, slavery was just like, it's a no-no. Like, you don't even dabble in that. Like, it's a no-go. It's a very interesting it's a very interesting turn of enlightenment that started it, but it's also one of the most violent centuries in the in the history. Um, uh, th no, it's when I say it, we've been violent, but I mean that involved so many yeah. different people because mm -hmm. before there was always war go ongoing, but it would be like pockets, right? Yeah, smaller scale basically. S pockets. This was World War One, World, World War Two, then the Cold. Yeah, we had everybody. so many proxy and wars going on yeah so so the elites if they're happy with the rulership is the rulership can go on for centuries for centuries if the if the elites suddenly become unhappy for a reason or another they overturn it overnight overnight they can overturn it that's the secret of the elites now you say, great, you fomented a revolution. The revolution is occurring. Why do so many fail? The majority of revolutions fail. Shiani revolution. Let's define a revolution, okay? I'm going to pull up. Uh, Webster Dictionary defines revolution. So let, me give, <laughs> let me give you this definition. A process that intends to win power by a forcible overthrow exactly, or rulership, in the name of social justice 
to create new political institutions and restructure a country's polity, economy, society, and external relationships. Mm, that's good. So you want to win power by a forcible, by the way, it can be nonviolent, it doesn't need to be mm -hmm. violent, by a forcible overthrow of a government or rulership, okay? So, in the 20th century alone, so many Latin American countries revolted. Peru, Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Colombia, uh, Guatemala, Uruguay, Venezuela, and then of course, Cuba and Nicaragua, which are the only two that succeeded. True. All actually. the others failed. And people, like a small group of people who have wealth, education, social privilege, political power, will be the ones to foment every revolution Okay. Mostly as a result of having been alienated by the regime. So, Fidel Castro was a lawyer. Che Guevara was a medical doctor. And the founders of the Sandinistas in Nicaragua were all high-level university graduates. All. Majority of them were. That's how it works, right? That's how it starts. And then, and then you pull. You pull the, 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 the poor and the wretched and the miserable. You pull them. Anyway, you, you would just pull them and you just say, eh, mobilize and do this. And, uh, and you can send them to their deaths or maybe you don't, etc. But um, Cuba was the most developed Latin American country back then. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, when Castro seized power, mm. it was the most developed, okay? But Haiti and Dominican Republic, the two poorest, never revolted. Mm. Mm. Oh, well, they're the poorest. No. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Nicaragua, yes. Honduras, no. Yani. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant there's to understand. There's a pattern here, yeah. So, so, one of the conditions, and I will, I will explain at length in another talk, which I hope you will tune into. Uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the, the one of the main, there are, there are three conditions to how a revolution succeeds, but one of the main ones is you are truly going against a dictatorship type of regime that has concentrated all the wealth and power within a small circle and you chop off its head. So the m so that is basically saying, do we agree If you say no, and you're part of the revolution, it's not going to succeed. Yeah. Mm. If you are not on board with mm -hmm. it, it will never mm. work. Mm. And that's what and happens. You, and you don't want that to be a minority. You need and then and then again, some people like to say but, it, but it's like it's haram haida. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not as guilty as yeah. the other one. It's like they're trying like to democratize the thought. Like full cleanse. You need like a but full the, the issue is the issue is haram bi ism shu. We're not decapitating them. We're not mm. decapitating the kids. We're not saying like let us like bathe in their blood. We're only saying so step down, step down, yeah. and let's take over. Mafi haram. It would be haram, and I will be the first one to say haram if we are literally killing them and their kids. I don't, I don't believe in violence. I, d I personally, I don't believe in violence. I, uh, no haram, but I, I, I would, I would stand firm. I stand firmly against, um, against murder, murder, murder uh, type of violence. Uh, I, I stand, I, I, I stand firmly against that. 
but haram no no i'm putting in the same basket uh, this guy and this guy because that other guy is a mm. lot more of a bigger thief you want to starve your kids you want to shoot yourself in the kneecap you want to literally be sick for the entire just because you don't want them to be in the same basket how is that how is that affecting you on a personal level the fact that i've put them in the same basket it's crazy this shit it's crazy this shit yeah but then anna i've 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 read i've read a hashtag by somebody who is organizing revolution, mm. there's a lot of them, bro. I've seen because so many. Because a lot of people, th- that oh, usually comes from the front. I'll be like, that comes from the front of those who don't want people to conflate Uwait with Aounia. Yeah. And the Aounia is a lot more than Uwait. Same fucking shit. I don't, that is, I cannot tell you how the last of your worries that should be mm. who is more guilty more than guilty yeah, 100% I always say that yeah. and I always say like they I should be more legitimate because they're less guilty part, yeah. of, part of like the reason part of the things that they do these political entities is that they make a lot of people who are through war to fight over no Hezeb is worse no Jumblat is worse and like if there are certain people who are like I'm more tied to these guys then they get into an argument yeah. about who's worse yeah. and then that starts breaking up the momentum yeah. but um, anyways yeah, yeah Everyone asks you for your opinion and you very much deliver on that. And we were lucky to get your opinion twice. So thank you very much. And if you guys want to check out the rest of the episode, which is available on Rami, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, where Sarah talks about the American elections and her experience in Harvard during the Israeli Meza convention, please check out in the link below and don't forget to subscribe. You really sold your soul there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for what you said. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please make sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Anrami, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm Asabal. Thank you. Also, we'd love your feedback, so please DM us on Instagram at Fauda2020.